Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2401. Today, our final look at A Test of Courage, the middle grade novel by Justina Ireland as part of the first wave of High Republic books in the big interconnected storytelling initiative. And today we're going to talk about what we learn about the history of the Jedi. Punch it. <laughs> Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, <laughs> test of courage. This is our final day of deeper dives and spoiler level dives into the content of A Test of Courage, the middle grade novel that's written by Justina Ireland, a great breezy kickoff for the High Republic and the younger storytelling happening for <laughs> this whole initiative. And the thing about the whole situation with the High Republic is that there's a lot of history that we're going to learn about the Jedi as part of our encounters with them in this golden age of the Jedi. But the thing of it is, is that there has to be a lot of backstory developed for the Jedi in this golden age. And yes, you could, of course, point to legend stories and say, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that they could potentially pull from. And, you know, maybe they will be doing some of that to be sure. Uh, in fact, actually, there's something that came up that may indicate that they're looking in that direction already. But the point is, is that in order to set the Jedi up as having reached this golden age, they have to have some of the backstory developed somewhere and they get to drop it in little drips and drabs here and there in stories so that way we know a bit about the Jedi prior to this golden age. So in the Test of Courage, a few of the things that we find out about the Jedi include the composition of the trials. There is a character who asks about the trials and whether they are a test of strength or intellect. And Vern Rowe says that it is both, actually. It's designed to test an individual Jedi's strengths and weaknesses. And Master Douglas reveals that no two trials are alike. So the Jedi trials that lead a Jedi to go from, becoming a, from being a Padawan to becoming a Jedi Knight are all individually constructed. And I'm sure it's not like this, but it did put me in mind of Yoda and the tree on Dagobah and how, you know, whatever you find in there is what you bring with you. And so it's very individual in that sense. I'm sure it's nothing like that. It just reminded me very strongly of it. We also find out about the history of weapons to a little bit of a degree, or at least that door cracks open somewhat. And one of the big reveals of the novel is that Vernestra Rowe who has a lightsaber, had a sort of vision come to her about how to convert her lightsaber into a light whip. And so having the design come to her, which she believes you know, came from the Force, and so it can't possibly be a bad thing necessarily, managed to work out the design for herself, but it's only revealed for the first time during the events of the novel, and Imri is the person who sees it for the first time initially, is kind of awed by it, and then after further conversation, is a little nervous about it, and then eventually becomes jealous of it, and that becomes a whole <laughs> other set of issues. But part of the discussion they have uh, involves when you know Emery points out that light whips are used by the Night Sisters, and it's rather fascinating to hear them brought up a couple of hundred years ahead 
of the events of the Clone Wars when we see them in that particular series. And Vern also points out that during the Sith Wars, Jedi used light whips. And she has a thing where she says, Have you read the testimonies of Servile the Uncanny? She states that the whip was sometimes used to defend against the Sith Lords who used the forbidden forms. Oh, and I should also back up a little bit and say one of Imri's initial reactions to seeing the lightsaber be turned into a light whip is to, you know, question, like, where did this design come from? And he asks Vern if she got it from studying the light weapon archives. And I think, if I remember right, there's even mention made of something called a light spear in Light of the Jedi. And so... Yeah, it's kind of fascinating to know that there's a light weapon archive of some kind. And, you know, we got Daniel Wallace's The Lightsaber Collection book last year. Wouldn't it be great fun if they decided to give us the light weapon archive book? Just a little bit of fun, wishful thinking on my part. And as Imri is reflecting a little bit more on this light whip revelation and thinking about the night sisters uh he thinks about as it's mentioned in the narrative of the novel groups of force users with fewer rules like the night sisters and the guardians of javan races and cults who found something of value in the chaotic and destructive side of the force and it goes on um, for emory and says but emory had never heard of a jedi going dark in modern times, even though there is an acknowledgement that it was ancient Jedi who eventually formed the Sith. So it was Jedi that went over to the dark side, not uh, just random evil people who started that cult, which is also fascinating in its own right. But what I was saying earlier about pulling stuff from legends potentially, well, that's where the whole Guardians of Javan thing comes in. Because this is the first mention of Javan in the rebooted canon. However, Javan is a planet that has been discussed and featured in storytelling in the old canon. In fact, in a rather surprising place in the Star Wars TIE Fighter game. It's part of the Corellian trade spine. And yeah, there's a whole deal around that situation. And apparently it's just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Bespin and the Noat system, as it turns out. So yeah, we have Javan being brought into canon, but this Guardians of Javan business, that's also new. There's no reference to a Guardians of Javan in canon previously. So that opens up yet another intriguing possibility. Something that has been added to the new canon that was just brand new and now brought back into this High Republic story a couple of hundred years earlier and referenced is the notion of making a pilgrimage to Jeddah that Jedi would go and do that to be able to commune with the Force. So, ah, dear lamented Jeddah, unfortunately. And that's not the only thing where something newly created is also being referenced in stories that are taking place a couple hundred years ago. There's mention of characters being tied up in Batu Knot. Batu being, of course, where Galaxy's Edge is set at Disneyland and Disney World. And speaking of that, there is mention of... Uh, Port Hale-Leap and tour lines that come to Port Hale-Leap. And three of them are mentioned. One of them is Chandrila Star Lines, and that is the name of the Star Cruiser, or the, you know, the company that owns the Star Cruiser that is supposed to be the basis for the hotel that will eventually open as part of the Galaxy's Edge Entertainment. 
So all these little Easter eggs being seeded throughout books in the High Republic like A Test of Courage. And if there are others that you found that you thought were pretty fascinating or cool, then share them with me and everybody else who is checking out the show wherever there's a comment section that you catch an episode or at home base for the show at SW7x7.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And that right there is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.